0: Thanks for joining us today for the Fellowship Baptist Church podcast. If you'd like to learn more about our ministry, visit fbcpanamacity.com. Now, here's today's message.
1: Mark chapter number five, and we're going to look at verse number 24 this morning. Mark chapter number five, and we're going to begin reading in verse number 24. knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. This morning, I want to preach on this subject. There are no hopeless situations with Jesus. There are no hopeless situations with Jesus Christ. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you. We're so thankful for your precious word.
0: We're so thankful for your wonderful working power in the lives of frail human beings. God, I pray that you would help us open our eyes today
1: to your truth. God, that there is no situation in our life that we cannot get through with the help of Jesus Christ. Father, that you would help us to see that you are our only hope. God, we'll give you all the praise and glory for how you'll work in our hearts today. Lord, I pray that you would be with me. I need you. I pray that you'd give me the strength, that you'd give me the words to say and the compassion. That Lord, your people that have come here to hear your word, that they would hear directly from you and that it would make a difference. Lord, we do love you. We're so thankful for you. In your precious name, I pray, amen. You may be seated this morning. This section of Mark's gospel is really filled with impossible cases, impossible things that are happening. The, we find that the disciples in the storm in the end of chapter number four, and this raging storm is around them. And what does Jesus do? He says, cease. He calls the, the storm to, to cease and to be still and a miraculous miracle of God. We find that this man early on in the chapter, chapter number five, this man we, who we have titled the maniac of Gadara is filled with a legion of demons and he's filled with these and he, no man can possibly tame him. But when he sees Jesus, he falls at his feet and worships him. And Jesus casts the, the legions out of his body into the pigs and the pigs run off into the sea and they, they perish. We see uh, this story here with this woman that we're talking about with an issue of blood, this disease that she had for 12 years. And as we move through this passage of scripture, we're gonna see that Jesus is more than adequate for every situation in your life. I need you to agree with me on that. Jesus is more than adequate for any situation that you have in your life. There are no incurables with him. There are no hopeless situations with him. Your situation is not hopeless today. Whatever it might be in your life, your, your loved one's situation that they're dealing with today, it's, it's not hopeless with him. And this portion of scripture is a pause in action. Jesus is on his way to perform another miracle. He's on his way to, to heal this, this girl who is on her deathbed. And and we find a pause. Jesus pauses everything that he's doing in order to help in her situation. As Jesus was walking this day, he was surrounded by a crowd, the Bible says. People bumping into him and people that are, the Bible calls it thronging, thronging him. There in that crowd was a very weak, timid, dying woman who reached out and touched Jesus Christ. And when she did, her life was instantly, completely, and permanently transformed. And there are those here today who need a transformation. Maybe you and your life uh, needs to be radically changed. That That transformation can happen today with Jesus Christ. Maybe there's some here today who are going through some troubled times in their life, understand there is help in Jesus Christ. Just for a moment I want us to see this woman with the issue of blood and see what her faith accomplished. Number 1, I want us to see a seemingly hopeless situation. The key on that is seemingly. The seemingly hopeless situation in this woman's life. Look at verse number 24. And Jesus went with him and much people followed him and thronged him and a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. We're told that this woman had, she suffered with an issue of blood. That word issue is a flowing of blood is what that word means. And whatever may have been causing this bleeding in this woman's body, she was a very sick individual. Very sick. She knew she was going to die. That verb tense indicates that it was a continual flow of blood. For 12 years, could not find how to stop this disease. In verse number 26, it tells us uh, that that this woman was suffering. She suffered physically from the constant blood loss. You can only imagine how weak and anemic she might have been. She didn't have the energy that that most of us have that, that that are functioning properly. She suffered physically. She didn't have energy. She suffered medically. The Bible says here that that she tried all these different physicians and all these different remedies and nothing was helping. She was growing worse. She suffered emotionally. The Bible says that she had been this way for 12 years. Can you imagine the emotional toll that it would take on you? No one can tell you the problem. No one can tell you how to fix it. You are just dealing with this disease with this issue for 12 years. She'd suffered socially under the law in those times. She could not come in contact with the public. She was considered an unclean individual. She could not touch. She could not have a social life. This woman was suffering. She suffered financially. The Bible said that she had spent all that she had. You could say that this woman's situation seemed to be hopeless after all the years, after all the doctors, all of the times that she hoped that this remedy, this certain one would be the one that would work for her, she's come to a place where she knows she's living under a death sentence. She's not going to get better. She's getting worse from this disease. And I wonder how many people here today can identify with this woman this morning. Maybe you don't have a disease like this certain individual had, but maybe you're filled with suffering. Maybe you've been filled with sorrow in your life. This woman here, she really pictures two types of people. Number one, she paints a clear picture of every person who does not know Jesus Christ as their personal savior. You see, the lost, those who are without Christ in their life are also defiled by a blood disease. And that blood disease that they have, it comes from Adam. The Bible says, Wherefore, as by one man, sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for all all have sinned. Listen, that is a condition that each and every one of us have been put under at, at, at birth. We are born sinners. The Bible says that there are none righteous, no, not one, that we have all fallen short of the glory of God. It's a condition that's made no better despite all the efforts that we can make. You see, many people without Jesus will spend their entire lives searching for meaning, searching for help for their condition, but instead of getting better, they get worse. It only get harder in their hearts. They only get deeply rooted into their sin and all the efforts of self-improvement and all the efforts of religion it's not going to help your, your condition. She's also a picture of that believer who is laboring under a heavy burden this morning. She's also, also a picture of someone that, that, listen, understand many of God's children today are discouraged, defeated. Listen, if you, if you take, take too much time focusing on the world around you, you'll become discouraged. You'll become defeated if you're not careful. And we all deal with certain things and maybe we've tried everything in our power to get better. And we've tried uh, everything that we know how to handle our problem. And we've read all the books that we need to. And we've listened to all the preachers that we possibly could. And we've gotten advice from the best of sources, but
0: we're not getting any better. You see, if that describes your life today, there's still hope. If that describes
1: your life today, it may seem like it is a hopeless situation, but not with Jesus Christ. First of all, we see a seemingly hopeless situation, but number two, I want us to see a hope that was sought after. A hope that was sought after. Look at verse number 27. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. You see somewhere, this individual, this woman with this issue, with this seemingly hopeless situation, somewhere along the line, she heard about Jesus. Maybe she heard about the maniac of Gadara that he had just healed. Maybe she she had heard about the the seas and how he, he caused them to be calm and said, Peace be still with just just his words. Maybe she heard about all the other miracles that he had performed, like the lepers that he he healed in Mark chapter number one. Maybe she even heard of of another individual who was entitled unclean of some sort and they had been healed by Jesus and she heard of that. We don't know, but there's no doubt that she heard that Jesus was going to be there. She heard of the power of Jesus Christ and regardless of where she heard about him, she came to a place in her life where she knew she had to get to him. She came to a place in her life where she realized that he
0: was her only hope. And she believed that with all of her heart that if she could just touch his clothes, she'd be healed.
1: If she could just get in close proximity to Jesus and his power by faith, she would be healed. See, this woman displayed great determination to get to Jesus Christ that day. She had to elbow her way through the crowd. She she didn't have the energy. She had to make her way to get there without being caught. Because if this woman was caught by an individual who recognized who she was, and how she was entitled uh, unclean, they could have very easily taken her, beat her, stoned her to death. In those days, that was the law. That could have been the, the, the consequence of her making her way to Jesus, but she was willing to risk
0: all of that just to get to him. Why? Because she knew that there was hope in Jesus. Have you reached that place in your life where you've tried everything to fix that situation in your life.
1: And you've come to the place in your life where you say, hey, there's nothing else I can do but get to Jesus. You see, in your sin today, if you're trying to make your, you're trying to to be accepted by God, by your works and by your righteousness, understand you will never achieve that you must come to the place in your life where you say, I need Jesus. If you're struggling with something in your life today, a discouragement, a defeat in your life, maybe a a habitual sin in your life, maybe some temptation that you're struggling with and you've tried everything that you can and nothing seems to work and it always seems to get worse, you need to come to the realization is
0: that you need Jesus you need Jesus. This woman sought out hope and she knew where to look. She knew where to go. Understand he's the only hope for your salvation. Amen. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the father, but by me. There are some here today who are saved, but like this woman are burdened,
1: defeated. Listen, you need to get to him as well. Because the sooner that you come to realize that Jesus is the only person who can help you, then
0: the sooner you will get the help you need. I just got a name in from a little guy. That was good. Hey, he knows, right?
1: What did Jesus say? He said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Not pills, not alcohol, not this or that or fill in the blank. He said, I will give you rest. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help us in time of need. We all need grace of God. We all need the mercy of God. And he says that we can come to him boldly, anytime, anywhere, and we can receive that help we need. I love this verse in 1 Peter 5, 7. He says,
0: casting all your care upon him. Why? Because he careth for you. Why should you carry that burden that you're dealing with one step further?
1: Why should you fight your battle alone even for one more minute? Why should you live defeated for another day? You don't have to, why? Because we have a savior who cares for us. We have a savior that loves us and he's there
0: waiting for us to come to him. Listen, we have a hope. We know where it is. We know where to find it, but are we seeking it? Are we seeking it? Understand that Jesus, he can and he will help you with your seemingly
1: hopeless situation. This woman knew where to go. But then lastly, we see, oh, we first see a seemingly hopeless situation. She didn't know what to do,
0: but she heard of Jesus. And so she sought after him. And then when she found him, what we see is a helping savior.
1: Number three, a helping savior. Look at verse number 29. And straightway, the fountain of her blood was dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, who touched my clothes? Verse number 31, I think is what all we, we would all say, right? And his disciples said unto him, thou seest the multitude thronging thee and sayest thou, who touched me? And he looked round about to see her that he had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth.
0: And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. You see,
1: in verse number 29, when she was near enough to him, she reached out a trembling hand and touched his garment. And then in that very instant, she received what none of the doctors could give her. None of the costly remedies could do for her. She received a healing that day. Instantly, she felt that change in her body. In verses 30 through 33, as soon as this woman touches him, Jesus knows what has happened. And he asked the question in verse number 30, who touched my clothes? Of course, there were dozens of people that were bumping into Jesus, and the disciples said, you want us to really point out who touched you?
0: But her touch was different. Why? Because it was a touch of faith. There were a lot of people touching Jesus that day, but she touched him with faith. She had faith enough to know that Jesus was going to heal her.
1: See, when Jesus spoke to this woman, you'll notice that she fell before him in fear. You notice in the passage of scripture, she came up behind Jesus. She didn't want to face him directly. Why? Because she was, she was fearful. She was fearful of what Jesus might've thought of her. She was fearful of causing Jesus to be unclean.
0: And so she goes behind him to, to sneak. She does a sneak attack on him, right? And she touches
1: just the hem of his garment and and she's healed. Understand though, in that moment, she didn't have to fear because Jesus wasn't interested in humiliating her. Jesus wasn't interested in driving her away from his presence. Jesus wasn't interested in preaching a sermon on uncleanness from the law. He was merely interested in helping her need that day. And let me say to you today, we don't have to fear coming to Jesus. We don't have to fear what he might think of us. He knows we're sinners. He knows we struggle. He knows we have difficulties. We don't have to fear and say, hey, oh, well, I came to Jesus about this last week. I might, I might wanna give him a break. We don't have to fear those things because he wants to help. He is a helping savior. He is a loving Savior. He is a merciful Savior. He is a gracious
0: Savior. He is a forgiving Savior. That's who he is. It's a blessing that God, the creator of the entire universe, the one who controls the atoms, He wants to spend time with us. He cares for us. Notice here that he calls her daughter. You know, this is the only time Jesus ever calls a female by this name, daughter. The word signifies the fact that they are in a different relationship now. It's a word of tenderness,
1: a word of peace, a word of acceptance. You see, this woman, she got more than physical healing that day. All of her life, she had been an outcast. She had been a nobody. She was was just not wanted. But now she hears that she has been taken in by God. daughter. He tells her to go in peace. You see, his words Let her know that she has done the right thing in coming to him by faith.
0: You see, any other man in that crowd would have been offended by her touching him. They would have been angered
1: that this disease, this unclean individual intentionally touched him, but not Jesus.
0: All he knew was that a woman in trouble had exercised faith and he only cared for her healing. You see, she had already been healed and she knew it, but these final words of
1: Jesus, thy faith hath made thee whole. It drives home the fact that her seemingly hopeless situation was no longer hopeless.
0: Amen? That, that now she had hope because she found Jesus. And church, whatever the the problem might be in your life today,
1: know that Jesus is there with his arms wide open. He's not going to think of you any different. Why? Because you're already accepted by God
0: because of what Christ did for you. But he wants to love you. He wants to forgive you. He wants to help you. If you're here today and you say, I have a hopeless
1: situation, because I'm lost, I don't know Jesus Christ as my savior. I don't have a personal relationship with him. Your hope is not found in church membership. Your hope is not found in you giving to charity. Your hope is not found in
0: doing good works. Your hope is found in Jesus and what he did for you. Church, let me say this. There are no hopeless situations with Jesus Christ. We know that he wants to help, that he can help, but we have to seek after him,
1: just like this woman did. And by faith, reach out to him and he will help in your time of need. There are no helpless situations with Jesus Christ.
0: Thanks for listening to this sermon from Fellowship Baptist Church. Come visit us at 2501 Michigan Avenue, Panama City, Florida. For more information or to donate to this ministry, visit fbcpanamacity.com. Have a great week.